0: Yo, what's up? This is the Babbling S Podcast. Welcome. This is the Base One Eight Seven. Did your fingers?
1: Charlie, to c
0: And today we are welcoming none other than the illustrious uh, <laughs> <laughs> Professor Quentin Emmanuel Williams, um, director of the Centre of Multilingualism and Diversities Research at UWC. Yes, yes. Well, thank you welcome. very much Pro- for welcome having welcome, me. Welcome, thank welcome, you. welcome, illustrious. Thank okay.
2: you, <laughs> illustrious. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's am so to be in <laughs> So I don't know
2: about the illustrious part.
3: <laughs> 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 no, nah, thanks for thanks for doing this. That's um, for me. Um, uh, you yeah. uh, podcast. I, am gonna remember this one. Man. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm,
2: I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be. Uh, absolutely.
3: Yeah. So we we um the topic. Mm-hmm. was well, the topic introducing that the part of the topic like is. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, both uh, Professor Williams and myself are on the editorial board for the. Trilingual Dictionary of Caps, the yeah. drietalige woordenboek van Caps, DWK and TDK respectively. TDK giving homage to hip-hop there. <laughs> die, it's, a, die, it's a quite, a, it's a quite acronym was, yeah. that I actually picked up afterwards. Is yeah. Quite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been sitting for the past six months formulating, getting everything off the ground. i um, still learning um, continuously um, pertaining to how we are going to go about producing the first globally recognized Dictionary of Caps.
3: Indeed. So I uh, I think, lids, lids. Um, I like some, a personal touch. Give and and a an, an guest. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so like the effects, as you yeah, know, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's a man behind the 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 facts or yeah, behind yeah, the mic after the title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> say, say for my how, um how did it, how did it, how did you choose to 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 study what you've what you've studied? Um, yeah. In with the pop your influence. Yeah. This, this.
2: Like, 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 to, to opgegroeid, het grew up, it was, you know, was Tupac and Biggie and, and POC and Brasser van mm. the cap. op die, op, uh, op speakers in the street and the people So it was um, almost mm. that The benefit for me was, to I was primary school and POC was big mm. back in the day, one day when we the break, I think it was the eerste break of the break, to the I heard a man, a a To the fans, I heard a man. And I thought that was a was in his life. To I heard to man who was in his To the fans, I a man who was in a And to the Willie Pop, is like, yo! Mm. Was it kwijt? Mm-hmm. So I, think, I was my first introduction on, on hip-hop. And I had always been van happy language in Afrikaans how my got nooit die waardes in it um you know om om studie om 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 study by the university network by the university to to Pacific um language it is you know that, that language is central to, to who you are it's central to your identity so in undergraduate studies when i got to university <coughs> i studied linguistics afrikaans and dutch and english And this is where I think the trouble with my identity started. So, you know, when you go to university, you aspire to be like your professor, speak like a professor, articulate yourself like Mm. a professor. So when I started majoring in Afrikaans and Dutch, my speech started switching to a standard academic language, you know? So, So, I used to go home and people would look str- strange to me, like, who is an van But gradually, <coughs> as I moved from undergraduate, and, and, and in Afrikaans and Dutch, I also learned how to speak Dutch, you know? So if I go today to the airport, um, if I arrive in Amsterdam, or if I arrive in, in Belgium, if the uh, passport controller asked me in Dutch, you know, what do you say in in Belgium, and I say, I've been to you know, and I've been to South African, you know, and, you know, meaning I understand a little bit of Dutch. So I can read, and so that's where I learned, because my lecturer, uh, 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 Abram de Fries, spoke Dutch the very first day, because we speak a language that says 99% of the Dutch vocabulary. Mm. And that's where I started to understand the importance of language, and it's linked to identity. So at one point, I remember, um, undergraduate, uh, my final year undergraduate uh, studies, I switched back into CARPS and spoke to my professors in the following way. "Yama yeah, professor, what means may die?" So he you know, was taken aback. Most of them were taken aback, because you're supposed to articulate yourself in the best Afrikaans that you know. Mm. So for that, for me, mm. I was a, a twice personal transition um, in understanding the importance of language and identity. Where you are situated, um, at undergraduate level, that's where it was I. W- that is what I was introduced to. Mm-hmm. But at postgraduate level, I started to think about the, impo- the important empowerment issues that speakers of cops and African have to deal with on a daily basis, and that's where I came back to 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 understand what and study what hip hop artists are doing with language, and and I started doing a PhD um, in hip hop, or focusing on hip hop wow. and language. Mm. And this is how, how <clears> it happened. Um, now, I'm, I'm a fan of hip hop. I was introduced to hip hop. Uh, I cannot spit a 16 bars uh, in a freestyle. I tried to once, I got murdered on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I will never try that ever again. Although I do silently, you know, mm. uh, try to memorize the rhymes. Um, I was walking on campus, and there was a poster uh, that said "Stepping Stones to Hip Hop," um, Club Stones, Kales River. Okay, so I, and, and I asked the, the, the dude standing there, putting up the poster, "What is he?" And then he explained, "No, we're starting a hip hop show." Now, you, now the important thing of, of of me meeting this person, this is Marvin Lewandow mm-hmm. from Mar- from Mob Mar- Cow. At that particular point in time, there was no studies done on hip-hop and language in the way that that hip-hop, the younger generation now, are using language to link it to identity and society and changing the genre in carps in Africa. So that first day, he told me, come with us to what they called then the, the men's Mansion, which was just a house, you know, where they... you know, created the beats. Mm. But I named it the Minus Mansion after, you know, Hugh Hefner's Playboy Mansion, right? So that's Mm. the (laughs) the interesting link.
0: No bunnies though.
2: No, no. (laughs) (laughs) That and from there, everything just completely changed because I stayed, I actually stayed over sometimes. I I documented everything Mm. from the morning till the afternoon. I was there in the studio um, and I was recording everything. Uh, to document the lifestyle of the hip-hop artist and the use of language. So for me, uh, I not only studied them, but also made friends with them. And mm. um, it completely changed the way that I understand the hip-hop culture, how I understand language and multilingualism. And since then, I've tried to teach others how to look at, you know, not only the hip-hop culture in Cape Town, but also speakers of Caps and Afrikaans. caps that we it's it, uh, many speakers are completely misunderstood <coughs> um because we try to uh, impose a particular idea of language on mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. and th- that and that we should never do that
3: yeah. that actually takes me to my first question um mm. sorry, my second question um how do you how how does this work this body of work how would it affect the youth in particular yes you're talking specifically about the dictionary mm. project or yes. specific,
2: yeah this is the, this is a very important question that you, you you are asking, and we talk about this all mm-hmm. the time in the in the project. You, if you think about the empowerment of um, uh, lighties on the Cape Flats who speak Kaps and Afrikaans, look, the first languages that they meet are Kaps, or, or that they learn to speak is the the variety Kaps um, that they speak that they learn in their home, and then a version of the English, whether they get that version through WWE on TV mm. uh. or via their mother and father. Mm. Um, and that's why you have some of these rappers having rara, rah you know, yeah. sort of. <laughs> the R is too R. high. <laughs> you know, they give a bottle of water, a bottle of water, you know, they need to flatten the, you know, the vowels. Those are the, the first two. And then the, the language of the number gangs. Um, so Sabella. This is twenty sixes, twenty sevens, and 28s. Mm. It's an unavoidable fact that in your environment, um, as a Cape Flats Karp um, speaker, uh, uh, not to pick up mm. um, um, Sabela. You know, horse is not a carp's word. It comes from the number gangs, mm. right? Mm. So, um, what what most people then out, outside our communities uh, must understand is that we speak a gangster language because it just so happens that those languages or the number gangs language comes into what we call your repertoire. That mm. is your, your total uh, um, um, store uh, of, of languages and styles of speaking that you as an individual um, develop uh, over your life uh, span. Now, we need to, need to uh, um, get rid of that understanding because what is actually happening is that you are becoming multilingual even before you go to school. Mm. because when you get to school the (coughs) languages that you are taught in is standard Afrikaans and standard English and that for many studies have shown for many kids uh, Mm. who go to school is like learning a foreign language because now you have to write into in something that you don't speak at home Mm. now the empowerment question in helping um, speakers uh, uh, the young young speakers especially uh, on the Cape Flats and beyond the empowerment issue concerns um, developing this language into a language of teaching and learning. And if it's, if it's developed into a language of in teaching and learning, it can be used in the economy. Um, it can be used in politics. The news, the, the, the news can be read in carbs because we have materials. Um, and, and that's a very important uh, um, um, uh, um, product and, and materials that we don't have at this at the very point in time. If we take that step, it, what it means is that CARBs and afri can decontextualize uh, abstract knowledge such as mathematics. You can use CARBs to talk about mathematics. Whoa. You can teach CARBs, Afri-CARBs, to teach uh, and learn about economics. Mm. Um, and, and you can teach also history. Now, this dictionary project, and I think whether people like it or not, is actually taking the first... Step towards that—the mm. very yeah. real first step <laughs> towards
3: I just my my that i <laughs> 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 Yeah. But, but it's brilliant, mm. dude. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah. B- yeah.
2: So that's so here. So here's the um, the questions that people uh, have been asking is okay. So how do we how do how do we change that? How do we uh, change the curriculum in school? Uh, um, it, so what you need to do is to translate materials. Um, from either Afrikaans or English into CARBs. Mm. And the way that you do that is to consult a dictionary, which we are doing, yeah. mm. and a grammar book. So, and this But this is a sticky uh, point because if you develop a grammar book, what you mean to suggest to CARB speakers is that we are going to tell you that this is the way that you write certain words in a sentence. Mm. Now, we don't want to <coughs> do that really because we don't want to exclude other ways of, of 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 speaking carbs in Afrikaans, mm. but the grammar book grammar book is is extremely important because the anchors at at E News or SABC will use it to write the bulletins in carbs.
0: Mm.
2: Now, you see, we are in an important transition period because when people see carbs being spoken on on TV or Afrikaans, it's usually laughed at because it's an informal language. Uh, mm. oh, no, it's a dialect. Uh, it's not a language. They, those or those speakers who speak Cubs, they just use it for everyday communication. Why should we take it serious? And that has to do with the functions, meaning um, if you use Cubs in just informal conversation, the function, that's the function, just to have a conversation. But the moment you use it in class to actually transfer knowledge, such as mathematics and economics and history, now we have elevated it to a higher level now you can't ignore it because knowledge is being developed mm-hmm. in your brain and it's being stored there and then at a later stage you can debate in mathematics but in carbs through carbs and that's what we mean by elevating the functions of carbs mm-hmm. so that so that we can get rid of that the stereotype is a language of you know Spoken by gangsters um, it, it, it you know when they speak, you can laugh at, at it. I, one time I give you an example. I was waiting on the uh, the radio to be patched in to a conference that was live, <coughs> and one of the panelists said she was a teacher she said, she just loves the way um, the, her kids speaks in cops uh, they, 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 you know, it, it, it's, it's just so nice on the ears, and, and, and it, 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 it's this alternative way of speaking. So, so it's still a dialect. It can't be seen as a language, um, and therefore we can't elevate it. That would be her argument. Um, so we, we don't need to think about empowering them. So my, my argument that I'm making is that if you say Carbs in Africa Carps is a dialect, a variety of something else, all talk about empower, empowering our youth, transforming the economy so that they can get jobs, where they can use carbs, write in carbs, you know, job cards in a, in, in a, in a factory. All talk about that stops. But if it's a language that is a system of science, that science is nonverbal, meaning you can you know, sign with your hands, and verbal, you speak it, and it's used by a community because it's rule-governed, meaning it can be written in a sentence, if we say it's a language, now we can talk about transforming the curriculum, transforming the economy. <coughs> because the majority of our speakers mm. are working class speakers. Mm. Their, their way out of the Cape Flats is not through Standard Afrikaans, it's through English. Mm. That's why you see a lot of parents making choices, saying, I'm mm. going to go to an English school, because I know I can going to go to the So, or by UCT, mm. or where, where else are in English, so I give them yeah. the best chance to survive. And mm. uh, so mm. If we give them this additional choice of choosing carbs, mm. you not only sustain where they come from, it also helps their spirit. And and you know affirms the identity. Sorry, I just buy a long question.
3: No, no, way? it's brilliant, brilliant. Buy Bl- every mm. 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 uh, so
0: mm. right. <laughs> What I want to I'm going to yeah, uh, right. what the point I want to make here is that quite strange enough has always been seen as a dialect, always been like derogatory mm. in, in mm. its description of of us as 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 the so-called coloured people. Yeah. Yet, what the history books fail to tell is that this has been in development since the 1500s. Absolutely. So. Historically, Caps predates Afrikaans, because Afrikaans was only adopted as an official language in 1925. Yeah. So how the hell is a dialect that has been used and which most, a lot of the words are contained within the Ha'atir? How is it that they can utilize our words and our way of speaking? Because otherwise they, as the Afrikaans, which is another thing they from, colored people, is should they should have been speaking Dutch or Flemish or whatever the yeah. case may be yeah. Yeah. so afrikaans cannot be seen afrikaans is a dialect of caps and that yes. is that is a very uncomfortable um Absolutely. conversation that they're not willing to have but unfortunately um, yes we are going to be partnering with a lot of these bodies but the fact of the matter is legitimacy historically there is empirical proof that caps predated
2: Absolutely. This mm. is the quest This is a very important point that you are making, and um, I think many peop, many agree mm. with that with that with that fact, and it's a fact mm. um, that it does pre predate. Um, I was I was making a joke on Facebook the the other day saying that mm. the distance between Makassar Beach and uh, um, uh, Batavia, Road in Raitavak is less than Makassar Makassar Beach or island in mm. Indonesia and Batavia. In in, in uh, the Old Batavia in, yeah. in J- J- Jakarta today, that tells you something that the historical significance of the speakers that brought some of the words here mm. that does predate um, uh, um, um, the formation of of of, Africa, yeah. of Afrikaans. Now, here's here's what's what's very important to understand this. We you know in the Afrikaans documentary we talk about the Creole history of Afrikaans yeah. right and decontextualizing that. And that, that has brought us up to this actual point. Yeah. Which we, and we have irrefutable proof. Like, for example, the word subat is not an Afrikaans word. It's not, also not a Dutch word. It's a word that was brought here with slaves that was taken by the Dutch here. And, and they, and they made as they came along the coast here in conversation or bartering with Harry de Strangloeper. Or Ochemo,
0: yeah.
2: And they taught Atsumawa, because he was the interpreter for his uh, clan um, the word subat which means friends in old Javanese uh, that was taken from Batavia but the Dutch took it up um, and transformed it um, and so subat means to so beg mm. for something but it ori- its original root meaning means um, uh, um, friend um, and the same, the same goes for the, the the word aware. Now we use it as a greeting word, but I want to make a point with these examples. Mm. The root word of aware is where. and in Old Javanese, it means to give. Now, here's the here's the uh, assumption because we don't have r- proof for it, but we know this because this is from the the, the, the dictionaries of Old Javanese, which I have. If you come if you are a Dutch trader and you want to refresh, and so you need to talk to Harry de Stantloper, mm. ask him for some sort of meat because mm. you, you need to refresh. So yeah. I would say uh, uh, with my uh, um, Indonesia or Jakartian interpreter or slave to to, to tell Harry de Stantloper, tell him I said, here. So my, my slave would say, Sakil, where? Sakil, our way mm. this is what we call a pigeon so at that particular moment mm. a pigeon is just used it's not a lingua franco meaning a, a language that a common language that we have or understand like english and Afrikaans. Yeah. but it's just a, a a small simplistic phrases that we use to 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 uh, amongst each other that we either pick up and and and, and use in communication and that pigeon then tr- as the enslaved was brought here by the, 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 the Dutch, mm. gradually uh, developed into a Creole. Now, at, at that point, at the Cape, there were about equal amount of percentage of, this is the late 1500s, uh, uh, going into the 1600s, there were about, and even the late 1600s, there were about the same percentage of slaves from uh, Madagascar, uh, from, from Indonesia, that is Batavia, um, from the Congo region, um, and, and they all came with their different languages and versions of Dutch. That's why mm. from India, for example, there were slaves as well that came to Cape Town, but it was then known as Cab de Boa Esperanza, the, the Cape of Hope, mm. because that indicates that the, 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 the Portuguese was here, right? Mm. Um, and because Saldana Bay, there's also Saldana Bay in, in, in Portugal, near Lisbon, so mm. that, there's also another link. So they brought all those languages here, but it was the enslaved that truly yeah. spoke um, these uh, 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 early form um, that wasn't standardized, that wasn't given a dictionary, that wasn't yeah. given a, a, a grammar, uh, so, and, 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 and remained marginalized. Um, but it's a contested history because everybody wants to have that origin story. Yeah. Um, the the, the Kitab-Holland sp- um, speakers those were the Malay speakers in Bokab who set down Afrikaans in phonetic Arabic script. They also want to claim that history. And that's, yeah. I think for me, and for us, we've talked about this, that's okay. Because uh, um, what, what, what it does is that you recognize the complex um, uh, origins of the, uh, of language use at the Cape. But we can't stay in the past all the time. It, we can go there to confirm yeah our position, but what matters today is that is to allow the speakers of cops and African to exercise their agency, that is to bring about institutional change, that they can feel they are worth yeah, something yeah. in this world. But also to, so that they can have a voice that is to make themselves heard. Yeah. Right? If we don't give that to them, they don't feel that they have pride in the language. Right? And so we need to ensure that the pride in the language are sustained through mm. various activities in sc- in our sis- school systems and university systems, um, and it, w- it will really take the village of us to, to to transform. But the few of us are working hard to set this to yeah. set it up, you know, yeah, yeah. for I the many.
0: And I just want to say, like, um, a valuable source of font of information has always been for me personally. Um, with the passing of Doctor. Nigel Alexander, mm. um, I think the person has been keeping the history alive and has been pushing it cu- currently like with the establishment of the Kamisa Museum. Yeah. Um Patrick Tarek Malay. Mm, um yeah. he's a, a valuable font. He's like for me he's a national treasure in terms yeah. of being able to trace genealogy, language, everything, the influences of various cultures that makes up the colored construct. Because all we know that the term colored contains so much more. It was much easier for the national government to lump us all together. But you can basically break down where the different tributaries come from, where the different slaves came from, yeah. the crewmen, mm-hmm. um, free slaves, um, the free sailors, et cetera. All the people that came to make us up to be who we are. And that's one argument that's always been put forward um, when it comes to social media arguments, um, tribal arguments, is that we are not seen to be as a people without... As a, we, have, we don't have a culture, yet the culture that binds us is, first and foremost, foremost the language yep. there's a shared um because history has a way of being phased out if it's not in the media it's going to get forgotten yeah the the spoken word is not always um, recalled as accurately as possible it's like the broken telephone right but we do have various people in our communities that continue that have the, the sources of information it's available. I mean, think Patrick published a book called The Lie of 1652. Lie.
1: 1652,
2: brilliant.
0: Which is a brilliant piece of work. I've yet to read it, though, but because I know based on the veracity of his, of his posts and right. the detail that goes into that, it's like nobody can debunk him, but yet it happens a lot it's coming from... Um, Not just academia, but like the media, the, the people as in the newspapers that's debunking is oh, it's like a bunch of rubbish, or they mm, they mm. try to they always want to throw salt on to trying to cancel him to cancel this. And I foresee certain salt. Yes, we in the media a lot now. I can between Quint, uh, Professor Williams and Professor Adam opt um, myself, I have been in the media in terms. Of of interviews over the Mm. past two Mm. months. And yes, it might die down again. But the thing is, this dictionary is going to be, I think, we aim to have the first rough version like within two years online. And then by the end of the five year project to have a published work. But it's going to be continuously evolving because the standard dictionary will be there. There will be a children's dictionary. There will be a version for academia but a lot of this will be able to be accessed online free of charge. Yep. The difference in what we're producing for the betterment of the people and those that are currently publishing dictionaries, and this is, I'm not sure if it's a global standard or how things are usually done, is there's usually a fee charged and it's not something that's easily accessible or f- mm. obtainable to the man on the street. I mean, I think the one dictionary you refer to um, cost like seven to eight hundred rand. This is the hard idea, yes. That's the hard idea, so I mean, who's going to have eight hundred rand? I'm going to take eight hundred rand as my brother. price. That's on your uh, uh, That's half Yeah. A, that's a full <laughs> <cup. laughs> beer yeah, yeah. And I'm not, not that I'm saying <laughs> But that is the reality <laughs> on, on the Cape Flats. It's yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. If you're looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's like you are literally looking at shelter, food, security. That is your base level. That's what you're worrying about, yeah. and that's what people are scuttling for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the economy is in a, in a doldrums in terms of what people are allowed to access. And if you're only getting a SASA grant, um, what is it that you can do with that? Are you going to be worried about the higher education? But if that resource is free and is something that's going to empower you and make you be able to go to that job at pick and pay, we don't have to speak or write that perfect English or Afrikaans. Right, right. You can, in fact, empower yourself by Absolutely. being able to speak the way you speak, report the way you have to report, yeah. and that's... For I me that's a major thing.
2: Yeah, I I want to I want to speak on on the academic part especially in, in in not only celebrating Neville Alexander but one point I want to make is also that there's an assumption that all of our, our people or speakers of Captain African clearly understand Standard Afrikaans.
0: Mm.
2: We they do, uh, and many can but in, in in situations where you have to translate you know like prescriptions for pills yeah or um, instructions on, on 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 a bag that you know you know might poison you mm. that, you know in that in cases like that language become extremely important yeah now uh, Patrick um, has done brilliant work people need to engage with him, mm. and Neville Alexander has always been at you know um, in, in situations where he had to sort of really uh, um, assert his position mm. but what it does and I think this is this is what I want to to highlight it, it points to the uh, uh, the work of academics mm. linguists who have worked on on on, on Afrikaans mm. and cubs and Afrikaans during apartheid
0: yeah
2: and and even before that the important thing why I'm pointing this out and and I sort of am on on the assumption that what they've published, what they did Mm. during apartheid, for example, sustained a particular idea of language that we cannot uh, uh, apply to speakers of Cubs and Afrikaans. So in other words, there's this hierarchy and the most purest form is standard Afrikaans. And the most lowest form is a pidgin or a vernacular or Creole idea. And so coming back to what I mentioned to... um, To Nantel is elevating the functions of language, but the the biggest obstacle still Mm. is academia because most linguists, uh, especially those working on Afrikaans, feel that their body of knowledge that they built up for years Mm. since apartheid is is standard knowledge that it can cannot be questioned. Now uh, I always say this that. Our argument should be that carbs in Afrikaans happens to say uh, the, the grammar and the vocabulary of Afrikaans, it happens to say it's not almost quite the same like it is. They had, a, for example, they had a, um, a, a competition or a calling on, on SAFM for speakers to to provide Afrikaans words because we are developing the first bilingual dictionary of carbs. Mm. They branded it wrong, but they should have said people should submit carbs mm. words. And so every time a caller called in, they submitted Afrikaans, mm. standard-like Afrikaans mm. words. Mm. And words that are spe- specific to their experience as Afrikaans speakers. Um, so academia, uh, linguists in South Africa, they have, they have they need to break away from this, uh, what I call apartheid linguistics this body of knowledge that seems to sustain a particular idea of the, the speaker. What do I mean? Mm. Most linguists today, or social linguists, if they wanted to describe the English usage of coloured speakers on the Cape Flats, they would say those speakers speak Cape Flats English, or Cape Coloured English. Yeah. Now we mm. know there's a huge problem with the notion coloured, right? Yeah. Mm. So how can you say those speakers speak Cape Coloured English? Um, and just take it at 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 its face value how can you say that those speakers uh speak cape flats um english mm. just because they are located in the cape flats i mean the, you could have been isolated in a room and watched wwe all your, your 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 small life and mm. come come out with a, with an american accent mm. you know and say mommy going to have a bottle of water mm. you know uh, with your new york accent mm-hmm. or just listen to Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. And, and, and 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 just that and you could, you could imitate that particular speech form, mm. so and live in bisablaivers somewhere, you know. Oh, ah, yeah. And you know, you know, what I'm saying so. to you, no, I mean. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so I think our idea, uh, um, and I'm particularly focusing on. Um, uh, um, those two varieties, th- those two labels, because many of the researchers who described Cape Col- Colored English, mm. Cape Flats English, they were based in UCT at the speech therapy department, and they, they studied in the 90s, early 90s, to the late, uh, uh, sorry, 1980s, to the late 1980s, uh, um, speakers in a hospital, day hospital in Bonteville and in Mitchell's Plain. Now, if you are working as a, as a linguist in apartheid times and you are white, you are the most privileged person um, and, the, and the speaker who is coloured are far less privileged because mm. they can't move uh, um, to Rondebos and stay there for long hours. You know this yeah. what, with, with, with the hip-hop culture that moved into the city and sort of you know, transgressively taken over it for a particular period.
0: Yeah. So and ling- then systematically being worked out. Exactly.
2: So my argument always is that that is a hard fact to swallow for social linguistics or linguistics as a field. So you need to atone for those apartheid linguistic sins. Mm. Mm. You have to move away from that knowledge. Otherwise, you will still look at the colored speaker and ah, that speaker, if I hear that particular vowel or I, if I hear that particular sentence construct, ah, they speak Cape Colored English or Cape Flats English and I can then locate it. We need we need to move away from
3: that.
1: You mm-hmm.
3: know. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you, who? How do you guys get to 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 the spelling of the words? Like say, right. A-W-E na A-w-e is A W E. Yep. Some say it's there, some say H yes. by. Some say that as O as as I mean O. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So how do you how do you how do you um, We'll settle a little bit of a of a, of a word.
2: Very, that's a very good question. And uh,
3: Lexicography
2: one. <laughs> there we go. Um, so we recently, and I, I can say this, ex- yeah. we had an exercise. So what you usually do is, one way to do it is you can go to the speaker and ask the speaker how they, what word they use to, gre- to greet. And, and, and in our case, it will be away. And then you say, "Okay, can you spell that for me?" And then, if that person tells you, "Okay, uh, um, uh, um, it's spelled like this," and the next person says the same, and the next, next, and next in one community, let's say over a thousand, then you've what we then you've reached what we call data saturation. So mm. enough people have said it mm. in the same way um, that allows you to convince you that this is how they use it mm. amongst those group of speakers, but. Uh, and if other says away without the aids, that's also uh, correct, that's also true. That's um, part of a process of what we call introspection. Um, mm. And Sakil knows this because he is, he, that's the first methodology that <laughs> yeah. he implemented. Mm. Um, the other one is building a, a, a data source, a corpus of, 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 of published texts. So let's say Nathan, you take all the works of Adam Small, Nathan Chantral, Andre Chantral, and Ronaldo Comfort, just those four, they've written a lot um, in, in CARBs and about the experiences mm. of CARB speakers. So you, 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 you take the PDFs and you convert it into texts, Excel. and then from those texts, you feed it into a, a software called Wordsmith Tools that will tell you which of the words occur in all of those texts, let's say 20 of them, which of the words occur most, and which of the words occur least? Let's say the word "aware" occur uh, 17th time the most out of 50,000 words. And so we, uh, and and then let's say the word "subat" uh, is once occurs once across all those texts. Mm. So what do we then do? Is we take it out those those words, and then we that's the data source for how we we can we 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 spell the word so we Na- mm. we know that Nathan spells aware like that, but aware is not in Adam small because maybe it's it's because of for some some other reason in the dialogue of the text so both spelling of aware and other forms are correct because we use it on a daily basis it's mm. a reflection an accurate reflection of how the speaker uses the word and a, and a, and a different example because that's a sort of a a noun. A different example is uh, the contraction that is a preposition phrase. So preposition phrase is when you put something in the box, in the box. So the preposition is en in that that case. But for us it's any because Mm. it's a contraction, right? Mm. Now you can spell any as I-N-I. Sakil Mm. Sakil spells it like that. Mm. I spell it as I-N-N-I. But mm. but you might spell it as I N N I E. Yeah,
3: I spell it so. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he,
2: I mean, these are on a different level. You know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. he always puts me on, on the wrong foot. Like, the dang of the man. But all of those those words are correct. Uh, now, and, and and we include all of those ways of spelling it because it's important to re- accurately reflect the lived experiences of the CARB speakers in the way that they use CARBs. And so our dictionary then tells you, the, gives you the word. Then we give you, you know, what type of uh, part of speech it is, whether it's a noun, an, an adverb, an adjective, and then we describe the the, the meaning of the word, um, and, and then illustrate it in sentences. That's either in in, in our collection of texts, or it's, it's taken mm. from uh, other types of experiences. So in in, in the exercise that we did. I stuck to the corpus, uh, to the data, and Sekil uh, did intros, introspection, mm. and so his were more diverse than what mine is because I looked at uh, the, trans- Bible, the, Bible yeah, and the Bible, and Cops. the Bible So there's Olivia Katsias is part of our um, local advisory board. She has begun to translate the Bible into Cops. Mm.
3: So I can imagine the back backlash for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so,
2: yeah. So, so my my first word was, was yera. Which was the uh uh the, the, the I think it was the singular. No, it was the plural mm. to yer, mm. Um and I, I l- illustrated it, the very different meanings because you can say the yarret safe. Or you could say mm. you know, mm. as a way to to express anger, yeah. you know. Uh you know, use the Lord's name in vain there, you know. Mm. Um but Sakil his first word was tchachis, uh, chatis the no, it wasn't my first word, no, I think it okay, was Okay, like one of the first quite, words, yeah. yeah. What was the first word? The first word was mashit. Mashit, you yeah. see, so he, it's also a religious thing, yeah. but differently. But he had chatis there as well. Mm. And now a cop speaker knows about chatis mm. when he is all right. You know, mm-hmm. there's an album, a jazz album, I mm. think, but it refers to Manenberg. So that's extremely unique, right? And uh, mm. so I don't even know the sentence that you illustrated with, but but that's how we were no, was I think it was.
0: Uh, my got through the weekend.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly. What we are different, <laughs> doing differently than the uh, than than the haatia or the Wordbook van from the taal is that we are not only focusing on one data source like text, written text. We are focusing on introspection, meaning yeah. what you as the speaker know you use, the words you use on a daily basis. So we are diversifying all our sources from where the language comes from and how the language is used. So that's why I was asking rappers, for example, and hip-hop artists, send me your lyrics and your music. Mm. Mm. I want to celebrate you, give you your flowers, yeah. because when the lighty picks up this dictionary tomorrow, and he sees the word horse in the dictionary, and it's in Cola's album, you know, eight up a deal. I mean, come on, how, yeah. how big of a... So out can that be, yes. right And I think um,
0: also to a large extent, like we're moving along with technology as well, so like the archaic form which is having I mean, yes, we will have printed versions of the book, yeah um but also to have it as an online resource where those hyperlinks can be inserted into those, because otherwise, imagine trying to say like, also has got how many sources yeah that we've referenced now, it comes from this book, was used over there in this album, in this um television production yet now we can attach hyperlinks so like if we're saying this this word comes from four corners so this word comes yeah. from uh numescoli whatever the case yeah. may be or from this person's album then we can link it and then also in the same way giving legitimacy to those works um p- published works um yeah. registered works and in that same sense necessarily empowering the actual artist whoever's used it
2: absolutely and and, and so we we you mentioned scripts we've we've mm. we, we've received scripts as well from
0: yeah. the majority of the, the ma- all major plays that have been yes. happening in, yeah. in South Africa?
2: Yeah, we received all the books in one week from all the publishers, uh, all the published works in carbs, And f- that's an amazing response, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the script, Barakat. Um, we have uh, the real fun Hip Hop, that's um, Siham. Shout out to Siham, you know, her Rolodex is like this thick, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, she's been a great help in Putting us into contact with people that's not in our, our um, communication sphere, um, but that's what we are doing differently from, uh, I guess, other uh, dictionaries is to focus on all these multiple sources mm-hmm. to give an accurate um, um, description. Now, if you go, and I think this will be the case, if you go to if if eventually you go to on the to the online um, platform and you see the word away or, or horse mm. and it's like two pages long. What it just means is that this word is used in so many mm. contexts, has so many different meanings. Because you can say away as a as a greeting work, you say away with a question mark. Away. Mm. You know the, the inflection on the tone uh, suggests different meanings, you know. You
3: know the other word about what what was is, is um hello it can agree with it can it a warning is hello hello, hello. Yeah, exactly look it's i don't see the another
2: language it's it the greet word zu can yeah that, that is culturally significant to carb speaking yeah into. in
1: plus in plus like away away can mean that you agree like yeah. your cheke it's is a clear course to make away yeah yeah exactly
2: <laughs> exactly it has very different meanings now this is this is the groundbreaking thing about doing this work it has never been done. Mm. And well, it, you
3: know exactly.
2: And we, we will try to capture that those nuances and of, of those meanings, but we will make mistakes too. And it's up mm. to the community to correct us. We'll say like Naiman mm. Um so so that's what we will do and that's what makes it so groundbreaking um, mm. for this uh, um, that's for that's this work, you know?
0: Yeah, I just wanna send a shout out to um, who's been, the guy's been giving our lexicography training, Professor Tapelo otlo Um Yeah, he's um, from the University of Botswana.
2: From the University of Botswana, yes.
0: And yeah, the the work he's been doing thus far with us has been amazing, has been amazing and yeah. it's been eye-opening. Especially, his, um, I think he was the one who gave us the idea for the various sources, especially That's going true. into communities and doing voice recordings of certain, like if it was going to be a church gathering, if it was going to be a soccer match. Yeah. It was going to be a, a yard party. Yeah, all we, of that. We want to be there. The community compilers will be going out and getting those actual physical recordings, mm. which can be used as a reference in the the, the digital dictionary as Absolutely, well. Absolutely,
2: yeah. Mm. Now, we have, there is, uh, so he's teaching us how to do it, and that's part of the methodology. Mm. And one of the next steps that we have to do is go out into the community and actually ask them what are the words that they use. And we already have a set uh, questionnaire mm. for it. We, and and that questionnaire allows us, you know, what, what is he what is he word for elbow and you know what is uh, what is he word for for d is it beene or is it, or it what <laughs> <laughs> You Bones know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 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 uh, so we need to capture all of that, and I th- and mm. I think once we once we do that, um, that that will be the first step. Now a lot of people and Sakil mentioned this, ask, how long will it take. We, we are conservative because mm. it, does, it does take a while with the current uh, personnel that we have. But in that time, we can already transform, open up the CAPS curriculum a little bit and make this language a language of teaching and learning. Train the, uh, you know, the, the students to teach this language. And by the way, a lot of these kids who come from, from the Cape Flats to UWC, for example, who study linguistics, in my, in my classes, for example, they all speak CAPS, Afrikaans. Mm. So it would be nothing for them mm. to switch back to the thing that they do the most on and daily. the best on a daily basis. Um, it's the e- exactly. And, and so they just need mm. to have the material to teach it. And I think that's the, the important um, transition that we have to make. Um, we need to adapt our curricula uh, and, and, and not transform it because I think, or change it. A lot of people are scared when I say change it. A meaning you have to throw it away. Mm. We are not here to replace you. This is not a great replacement. Yeah. This is empowerment. Mm. So we want you to adapt and to, uh, um, you know, include cops, mm. draw on the kids in your classroom who are COP speakers, especially if you are a teacher, learn from them. And if you do that, you, mu- you will really um, uh, increase their confidence. Because, mm. let's face it, they are not, if we are talking about mother tongue education, yeah. they are not learning their mother tongue. Mm. They that's are learning so a foreign language, mm, standard mm. Afrikaans, you know, yeah. so it's extremely so, important.
3: So, but when do you think, realistically, conservatively, but when will it, will it, will, will
1: um, the dictionary be complete?
3: No, 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 complete, but when mm. will the
1: um, Will it be available?
3: No, no, when will this be taught, basically, in, in <coughs> classes? and? That's, you see, that's, a,
2: that's Uh, several things need to happen if Mm. the basic education department says for example okay we will pay attention to cop speakers transform it into a language and teaching and learning what they need to do is invest taxpayers money because it's our money Mm. you know so um, what we are doing is with taxpayers money so and partially yes so we're working very hard full-time for Mm. <laughs> for, less, for less of the money right? so what they need to do is um, um, uh, there are some plans afoot and I, I can't talk about it because it's not mm. public yet mm. but what they need to do is invest they can either establish a centre for the advancement of carbs then train teachers uh, um, at university in, in other words open up the curriculum mm. and train teachers all these undergraduate uh, students who want to go teach they can then uh, go do it. Do the postgraduate certificate in education with a module on carbs, carbs mm. pedagogy, how to teach carbs, um, carbs materials development, how mm. to develop materials in carbs. Whether you want to translate it, you know, because you know, if they want to develop materials in carbs, they will need this dictionary yeah. and the grammar book to help them along.
1: Mm. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I just have a question. Won't it be easier then to to like you know train community members also like as uh, yes. uh, as uh, um to teach man yeah. like to teach in schools as well man and, and maybe because unless you may, unless like the first they had experience better, but about mm. do it, be, yeah. it the pra- properly
2: no no i com- i completely agree yeah. and and i think we need that can be that can be part of the program mm.
1: because
2: uh, because if you do that you increase the the effectiveness of the transition because training is part of the transition and the, the material development we have mm. Nathan Trantral, We have all these authors on our uh, on our local advisory board who write creative works in caps mm-hmm. But that only takes us so far, because everybody, you know, rappers write creatively, rhyme, sixteen bar, boom, kla, freestyle battle, right? But when it comes to mathematics and history, you need to know how to teach it through a particular language, mm. because what 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 you need to do is to develop the the cognitive proficiency of the learner, meaning how, how much can we develop this particular teaching material so that the learner can take uh, up this knowledge in carbs and store it in the brain and then uh, give it back to you in a test or some other th- um, type of assessment. right? Mm. So that's, that's what, what the basic education department needs to do. Universities, what they need to do is to look at their language policies and see if it's truly reflecting uh, multilingualism. Because what universities are worried about is, look, if we change our language policy, we have to now stick to it, because this is in our policy, and then we have to put money to it. Then we have to invest in um, adapting the curriculum. Um, a, a case in point is Stellenbosch, for example, this debate of Afrikaans, where the Ghalika kanser uh, took Stellenbosch uh, to court, and I think it went up to the Constitutional Court, and boss's argument was: Look, it's uh, um, it's too expensive uh, um, to expand uh, um, um, in the way that, or, or, or retract in the way that Chalek Khansa wants us to retract into. And boss won the case uh, because they made an economics argument, saying we can't afford it, right? Um, so. That's what the universities need to do. Um, I mean, it's, it doesn't cost that much to to to, to transform the curriculum or do to, 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 to materials development mm. if you work with government. So training will will be the most important thing for for this language to become a, teach, a language of teaching and learning.
1: You know. Mm. Oh. um, also, can you just um can you just answer me on Facebook, or oh, just shout out to to, to Alex Henry for. For bombing the comments six of
2: the it to Facebook and, and, and my lack of sleep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. now that I okay. Yeah, so. so so say say um, five years now uh, the, the, the the word book is established. Yeah. Is there plans to move on? Um, To say, say Joburg. But Joburg, Joburg, carries it, the different dialect. Yeah, like is. my my pa always my pa was one of the Kimberley, my ma was one Kimberley. And growing up, there were no but my pa always made me hat-gemak must where where praat speak. In the way say Afrikaanses must know. Right. Well, there because all the same is a cow. Yeah. And I will the same thing be implemented maybe to empower them as well, or maybe in Durban there's maybe a different dialect of, of of Afrikaans or yeah. Uh, you know? One of the things and, and Sakil mentioned
2: mm. about the, the, the targeted plans for the dictionary. One we will uh, um, we will uh, um, establish a, a, a dictionary for, the, for for children in schools. And that's very important. I mean I was so touched when um, Tigerberg Hospital sent me this translated uh, version of, of a children's stories that Andre Chantral translated into uh, Cups called Worfer Mummy. So when the child is born, the first words he, the child hears when they read the story is in carbs. Oh. So that's, that's an extremely important thing to do mm. because the child develops uh, the words already at that early stage before they, in the brain, before they you know, start babbling. Right. Mm. The, 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 the thing that we've learned from Tapelo is that a dictionary for everyone is a dictionary for no one. So what we first have to do is lay the groundwork for carbs. Mm. Mm. If we succeed in this mod- model and we will, then we can go on to other reasonable varieties. But those reasonable varieties of carbs can already be taken up in the dictionary and we can mark it as, let's say, they say, awoi, which, which is a weird contrived version of, 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 of away. Mm. Which mm. is probably likely to be somewhere. Mm. We can say stylistically, we're saying, Okay, that word uh, is used in somewhere in Joburg, mm. and That's we know probably. and know, and we know that is the case because mm. it might be influenced by uh, Nguni languages, you know, um, or there's an over uh, overuse of uh, so Nguni languages are IsiXhosa and, and IsiZulu, or there might be the, an overuse of Kanti, which means but. Mm. But we also use Kanti, kan-ti. right?
1: Mm. Um,
2: kanti barit. <laughs> Kanti, yeah, right. So, so we can. We
1: Another word that came
0: to mind was Ikona. Ikona, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's yeah. exactly. also a Nguni word. Yeah. I
0: thought that yeah. That's a okay word. Nah, it's Nguni. No, but be, mm. you
2: see, the thing about this is that we know of these words from mm. the Nguni uh, languages because of the number gangs, mm. right? The number, the number of
3: us. Yeah, so the number of us
2: and the fear of during mm. the 1990s. Mm. Because language, you need to understand that the language is not outside of us. It's not independent of us. Mm. Our movement, our accents, the way we speak and who we come in contact with
3: yeah.
2: allows us to spread the language. Mm. Right? So, and that's what happens with the, the number gang's language. And that's why every Cape Flats knows when they hear your horse Stand fast, but stands I cupadim of the dikwan right okay my, I'll stop there because yeah. I shouldn't go any further
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> reveal myself no matter full matter since though because like, like generally speaking, now, na, no, cultures uh, by are divided, right? Absolutely. Like, white is w- what means that, what means ableda. Exactly. Say. Yeah. So our languages, don't? There is a bit, but an, 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 an trunk. Yeah. Oh. Yes. As we have a kind of spots so all, all the ming meers, we obviously yeah. got the language, also yeah. now uh, exactly. uh, in the twine. So I can no longer understand. Yeah. But that, yeah. but that, but that, you <coughs> see, that's the
2: thing that. Many 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 academics and many linguists uh, in my field fail to describe accurately or comprehensively. And that's why cab speakers are always or Afri-CAP speakers are always misunderstood. It's just that you are very multilingual, you are very bilingual because you know all of these mm. languages. It's just that you can't use them. Oh yeah. Mm. Because people are like
1: Oh yeah, you switch, you switch to
2: you switch <laughs> to English, right? Mm-hmm. Your your first reaction and is no, like. I actually make a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, it's uh, a code uh, switch, basically. Yeah, but the say can you go to positive and yeah, Unless yeah. But but I'm saying because those contexts have an elevated functional use of, of, of Afrikaans, and that's usually the case of standard Afrikaans. Mm. Now the speakers who speak closer to that variety are white Afrikaans speakers because mm. their Afrikaans were selected and standardized. So what do, I, what do I mean? Standardization is a process where you select one variety and then you codify it into a dictionary and a grammar mm. book and then say, this is the standard. This is the language that we will write in. Yeah. This is the language where we will think in and this is the language that we will pray in. Um, and, and, and I think, it, not I think, but I know in that particular process, you exclude a lot of other uh, particular uh, uh, languages or, or, uh, or dialects so in our and what we are doing with this particular dictionary is to say look the moment we are finished, trust me the conversation will tra- transform into a different conversation this idea of Afrikaans being an apartheid language will end i'm mm. sure because we are we are putting a, an end to it it might sound too optimistic or too sentimental but with the process of of, of and we are not talking about standardization. We are just laying the groundwork. Mm. So if the community says one day, look, we really need a dictionary. Oh well we have a dictionary. We want a grammar book? We have a grammar book. Mm. And so
3: no, that's all. No, let's stop. Um you uh, say who formulated this Duncan? Do you wake what you are now doing? And I think now some man really do why opi opi a waves. By means I say a muti have visit because of
1: the I I runi. By the way, mm-hmm. you actually mentioned so he the dictionary on his on his on his, on his show, no? He so he, in the and I
3: was going so he's doing it more on a, on a social level. And you guys are doing it on, on the on uh, uh, academical level. Yeah. So what does the fuck dude this uh, I but respect but you guys for doing out with yeah. it? I don't
2: I don't don't do it. Individual. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but, 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 done, <laughs> done. but so so does D have a, a new segment on, on his Yeah, yeah. it's
1: in the morning. It's in the morning a good uh, vibes. But good somebody vibes.
3: In, but somebody reading the news, like uh, bulletin news. Yeah, he
1: does, yeah. But, but in fact, it's does. in it's
3: in English, right? Mm. It depends but on the country done some of the Switzerland But it's not of in carbs,
2: right? I don't know. See that's that's you see. If we he's in the right space we we need him to be in that mm, space mm. but if we can sustain that space as an Afrikaab space, yeah that will give the the lighties an i i a, a clear idea of that my language is used to read the news mm. and I can actually understand when they say when they talk about Afghanistan what's happening there mm. or what had happened there right uh, and i think I think that's extremely important um so we need to have that switch, that tipping point, where it's used as a language of teaching and learning. You can think abstractly what is a Pythagoras theorem in carbs. And, and and I'll give you an example, at, at, at university level, uh, third year um, classes have tried to translate the material from English into mm-hmm. carbs. So we have this notion where, say for example, you, you go into a space. Um, a plaza or a shop or a mall, and you meet uh, a couple of friends and a stranger that speaks a different language, but you know that language, you, you know a, a small, a little bit of that language, and then you speak full, full sentences to your one friend in English, uh, less so in, in, in to the other friend in carbs, and maybe one or two words, like molo or whatever, to your other friend that you don't know. Um, we call that, uh, you truncated, it, meaning you, you stagger it, right? Mm. Uh, that, that's what we call truncated multilingualism that you have. So you make choices when to use it mm-hmm. when what, in full sentences or full paragraphs. So the students translated that term into Afrikapte oh. Mirtalaqet. So that when you see it, it's like, yeah, let's a big yeah. Mm-hmm. See, fully, it's yeah. so okay, so a big So that's the first attempt.
1: Yeah. One, one question. So, so what do you call it? When, when, for example, if I, if I, if I, if I speak to a certain per, uh, like a person uh, from like a different race or whatever, if somebody speaks closer, uh, and I'll speak to them in their accent, yeah, yeah, in, in the way they will speak by. Like, why do we do that? What, what do you call that? It's <laughs> called
2: it's called accommodation. It's, it's 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 in in interaction. You are trying to accommodate that particular person, even though you know you don't speak fully. Hmm. Is it closer? But it's also the way that you do it sometimes it can aco- come across as mocking yeah you know? yeah, yeah yeah, um yeah. and and we know comedians they tread a very fine
3: line when we do that mm, right yeah. uh, fun fun fact was what i know said for comedians that does it um Trevor. what mm. I said can stand, I say, I try, say, oh can you, oh, yeah. you understand they say Trevor. and Trevor. to say to see something i Trevor man say oh Trevor to understand it's not not disrespectful sometimes yeah. That bitterness omic- 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 yeah. on my um, communication. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And that comes back to the, the, the idea that language is is, is is a system of signs. Those signs yeah. are verbal and nonverbal. Mm. Because you could say Molo, but your face is full of smiles, which means you're condescending, right? Yeah. Mm. And so you use the verbal uh, and supplement it with a sarcastic or uh, mm. condescending look. Um and that's why 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 I think uh, um uh cops and African is is always under in Reinvention, mm. like we mm. reinvent the language, or in, uh, with our body and with the way that we mm. say particular words, mm. like the word. For we, what's the example that we had? Uh, Chais, right? Yeah. Mm. There are so many ways to to write Chais, mm. but and, and it has partic- it has one meaning and a, and a different meaning. I think we had two or three yeah. senses, right? and then I mean. also
0: obviously the. The gangsterism. The, yeah, the gangsterization gangster. of the of the word.
2: Ex- exactly. Yeah. So I mean, so v- v- that is uh, um, extremely. Uh, sorry, sorry uh, yeah. to break yes, the word. No, Isn't size just
0: get?
1: I got your size. I'm gonna get you. Yeah. yeah. As I can't hold size, can create. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, those are the
2: get. yeah. So those are the meanings that we that we we came to right. Mm. Um. And I think you have two. Uh, mm. We also came up with two. But mm. the, if we dig deeper, we might find four, five six seven yeah. ways of seven meanings of choice right mm-hmm. and i think that that if we capture that it's an accurate reflection of the way we use use the language right so i think that's for me i think as a linguist interested in words that's extremely yeah. important yeah.
0: just just before we wrap up um i just want to answer the the people that have been posing questions on on facebook and <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> what, uh, what I think uh, the guy was, uh, Alex, was alluding to was, um, he asked like, saliv word cookie word? All words will be included, yeah. including um, rude or pejorative words, um, but we will indicate whether those style words, the, with the style marker, whether this word is extremely offensive or is prosecutable by law, yeah. uh, for instance the K word, um, because it's not indicated in in Zahatia yeah? yeah, that it yes. is an extremely offensive word and that it is prosecutable by law. So but then for the sake of, of having everything out there because we don't want to exclude it's like when we are going to put in our way we're going to put in all three or four versions of our way. Yeah. Mm. yeah. When we put in choice, we're going to put in all the different spellings. But the one will have the full meaning, the full meaning um, in CAPS, standard Afrikaans, standard English, and then the others might just refer to C. C yeah. number one. Yeah. Mm. So we'll have the words here, yeah. but in C C one, we'll give you the full explanation. Th- this is a very important
2: mm. con- um, topic that is being raised because mm. the Haati is a prescriptive uh, dictionary. It tells you this is how you have to write it, mm. right? Mm. In our case, it we will produce a descriptive dictionary. In other words, we will give you the very ways of how you can write any and an our um, way. And we, we're doing it th- mm. that way because we are not at the stage yet where is uses the language of teaching and learning, mm. right? Once we reach that stage, yeah. then it's up to us as a community to agree, okay, uh, so what are is words for, for this one, for example? Mm. Um, and and the, the, the other aspect of this is also the pejorative words. In the Haatia, if you have a, the sixth edition on page 567, I think, they have the word, the K-word, with a footnote uh, that doesn't explain mm. really the pejorative meaning. It's like really whitewashing the word. And then on the next page they have the word kafir, which is the root word mm-hmm. where from where it comes
0: from, right? Um, and Adam is, as you said, it's kafir. Huh? Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. So, that, mm.
2: so that tells you already that they've deliberately made a distinction between that two. Yeah. But they should have said, that, they put a note there that it's a pejorative word. Um, because we live in a society where nobody wants to be called a K-word, even mm. though the word is used, mm. but you have a responsibility as a, a dictionary maker to make it clear to the public, look, this is a swear yeah. word. Because yeah. the kid who picks it up t- tomorrow will say, like, okay, that's the meaning.
1: Yeah, it so doesn't the... Is it okay
2: to use use it? Yeah, I'm yeah. sure because it's yeah. like yeah. I have, I,
1: I, have a, I have experienced that in in one of the schools that we worked in, and then I asked the guy like, "Yo, what happened to you for it? Because there was a huge, and I so was, he said, and so he said, no it's the the case." Yeah, yeah, That yeah. threw me with the dungesses and like, yo, brah, nah, why but you... The mm. Yeah, it's but so we the school, school. school... Because like, and so uh, that's probably come... That probably comes from the parents, man. Yeah. The mm. money mm. pass, maybe not quite, no see, alerted, you know. Yeah,
2: exactly. But I mean, as as a dictionary maker, you have a responsibility mm. yeah. and, uh, to society. And that's why we are... We are um, um trying to, 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 to change the conversation. Now, uh, one important part mm. of it, and we had a discussion about it yeah. yesterday, I think. No, Friday, uh, um is developing scholarship on how to make a dictionary like the carbs dictionary to have a conversation with other dictionary mm. makers saying look we are making it dif- different and this is the process that we are sure, following because there's no body of knowledge and so now we are also uh, having uh, you know to create a, a body of knowledge, so more, Mora Sakila <laughs> published author and lexicos the journal for lexicography. We are this a killer? He will do. Oh one point I yeah, want yeah. What, last, one last point is mm-hmm. as I want to make uh, uh, this, and I want uh, I want to end on this saying this, this will change lives. Yes. And here, oh. and here, <laughs> here is one example. Somebody who stands in front of the magistrate tomorrow. Um, and the magistrate doesn't understand what that particular carbs word means, and the dictionary will help to bring context to those words. And it has happened before. Tapelo made an example, mm. he was called into court by the lawyers and um, um, the magistrate to explain wha- what the meaning of this word is. So he said, Yeah, oh, it's in the dictionary, That's, and he explained the process. Mm. So it will transform and impact wow. lives significantly.
0: Okay, yeah. oh so yes, with that being said, main shot for. Hanging with us today, yeah. um, check out the, the dictionary, um, the, the webpage on dwcaps.co.za. Yeah, yeah, I thank just want
3: to say thank you, uh, thank you, Professor, Nato. for yeah.
0: for coming out. Um, I'm happy to be here. I just want to say those that said oh, I was the cuck
3: podcast, uh, <laughs> in, in your <laughs> face, <laughs> 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 was it Professor's supposed podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No? yeah, sorry, guys, uh, but anyway, th- thank you for s- uh, this. Is definitely one of those ones I'm going to remember. Yeah,
2: I'm happy to come again. We need to have a podcast. We need to
3: have a podcast. With, with Adam this time. Yeah, well, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. My, I was yeah thinking exactly. Yeah. 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 But yeah. thanks, thanks for for doing the. Thank, Thank you
0: tuning in, guys. Away. So babbling heads, we are. See you away. thanks Bye. Night. Luck. Uh huh. Better day, good.